Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Right Now Talk Radio. I am your host. I go by the name of Vincent. And who's joining me today are my lovely, beautiful, intelligent sisters. They will introduce themselves to you. Oh, well, thank you so much, Vague. And good morning. Happy New Year to everyone. For Right Now Talk mm-hmm. Radio, this is Jennifer L. Ellis. So happy to be with you today. And I'm so glad that you tuned in and joined us today. And I'm going to let my other beautiful sister introduce herself. Hello, top of the morning, world. This is LaVentry Darkla. Welcome to Right Now Talk Radio, live from Metro Detroit. Yeah, welcome to Right Now Talk Radio, live from Metro Detroit. Today is the day after the inauguration of Donald J. Trump as the President of the United States. Can you believe that, Jennifer? Can you believe it? Well, you know what's so funny is that when I was watching the inauguration, just bits and pieces of it, I was just waiting, really waiting for them to uh, come up and say, like, right before they called themselves swearing him in, I thought they were going to be like, guess what, America, you've been pumped. And I was like, woo. Oh, we got punk. That that was a good joke. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all really got us. Y'all got us, man. Y'all so the got whole us. world you know, was involved in a a punk thing, the right? Punk, a know, episode you know, of I punk. said, I was like, they got everybody here. They got Obama's here. They got Hillary. Like they really went out their way to punk us. You know, they got people up here singing. You know, even got old Clarence Thomas in on the punking. Did you did the side note, did you see uh 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 Bush Bush in having the difficulties with his poncho? Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, they passed oh out. See that's why I, I would not get wet today. I would not get wet today. <laughs> It seemed like somebody was behind him. Maybe his daddy or somebody was behind him. Like, come on, George, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> then he just finally just put it over his head, right? Like, right. Right. Yeah, like, like, like forget it. <laughs> forget it. It is what it is. Right, you, you still. <laughs> it's like he's classic. It's like you can you can mess anything <laughs> up, sir. <laughs> Right, yeah, but they swarm in, and I was just like, they're not playing. So I was kind they're of like, playing. Around. I was just like, in like, the joke has gone too far, y'all. Like, stop. Like, for real. <laughs> like, we get it. You know, y'all like to play games, but this is serious. This is people's lives. This is our country on the line. Stop this. And right, they went right. in and did it. And I'm just like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. So I'm walking around, so you know, work yeah. all day. Like I can't believe this. I cannot believe. <laughs> well, well, you know. It, so yeah, it uh, it is a reality, and we have to deal with it as it is right now. And so, and speaking mm-hmm. of going to work, I decided um, I had an outfit I usually plan, but I saw mm-hmm. one of my older T-shirts that I really like a lot, and I decided to go ahead and uh, just wear my T-shirt and. It, um, 
just to continuously brighten my spirit throughout the day. And it just happens to say, like, you know, peace, joy, love, things like that. And I got uh, quite a few positive responses today. They, When they saw it, they, their mood kind of changed. They're like, oh, wow, thanks for that. Thanks for that. It's, it's a gloomy day in so many ways, but thank you for wearing that. <laughs> uh, so you wore your Christmas shirt. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Peace, love, and right. joy. Peace. Because, right, you know, because he stole Christmas in so many ways that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take Christmas back. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Vincent, you were telling me something interesting. You know, we all know it's the day after. And you said that there are some marches and protests that's actually taking place right now. Right. Yeah, actually, Right now, it's a women's rights protest that's um, taking place this morning. They had a uh, a protest outside of Trump Tower in New York last night that oh, over okay. they said over thirty thousand people attended. They only they thought that it was only going to be about ten thousand, but thirty thousand attended. Mm. Also, it's a march mm-hmm. on Washington. They anticipated that it was right. going to be twenty thousand. It's over a hundred and fifty thousand people. So right. this is what from a small <laughs> What'd you say, Jim? I said that was more than the people at the inauguration. Absolutely. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the inauguration did have a few ball spots, didn't it? <laughs> didn't it? You're talking about they need to yeah, they could have used, they could there, used Trump hair to cover all them ball spots in the inauguration. <laughs> <laughs> right. They didn't have no seat fillers. They didn't hire any seat fillers. Okay. But keep in mind, I mean, although it was a low attendance, you gotta you still we still gotta keep in mind he people voted for him. So yeah. hey, mm-hmm. they didn't show up, but they sure did show up at the polls. Exactly. Right. And that's and that's what's kinda confusing to me. Maybe I can ask you young ladies because you, you you're ladies and I know that uh I assume that you guys did not vote for Trump, but I'm gonna ask you as ladies because well, we, we heard that you cannot shoes. make assumptions. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I was saying to say, no, I did not. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Well, no, I, I don't know who you voted for, but as women, they're having these huge march today. It's a women's protest mm-hmm. regarding women's rights, the way that the rhetoric that uh, Trump spewed throughout his campaign. And all these women are, you know, they're protesting, they're mad. And you know that it's, you know, the United States is made up of 55% women. So what mm-hmm. I, it's, it's starting to make me believe, like, maybe the Russians did hack this election because so many women are protesting against him. So, well, I, I, just, I don't know if the okay, so you're thinking, how does that relate to the, your, your, statement about the Russians hacking the election. How does the women okay. protesting relate to that? Because That's what I'm I think if, if it's so many, if it's millions of women now that are protesting today, but yeah, like you said, maybe a lot of the ones, the women that did vote for Trump are just at home and they're not protesting. So they're like, we already won. But I right. think it's, like, it's, a, it's, it's a huge divide with women that like either you hate yeah. him for some reason you hate him, mm-hmm. you know, but then mm-hmm. he has his following. So mm-hmm. I, it just confuses me because I don't know, you Getting know, you right. I'm not a woman. It's kind of confusing mm-hmm. to me. 
It, it boggles the mind for me too. Um, you're asking us, right? Yeah, it boggles the yeah. mind for me too because I, I totally agree. On the one hand, uh, because he did receive, uh, according to um, the data, the that Russian he did data, receive what? Right, over fifty percent of um, um, I'm sorry, Caucasian female voters did vote for him. So obviously, there was something that they saw in him. Regardless of the rhetoric he's been putting out, spewing out, regardless of his statements about uh, uh, women's body parts, regardless of you know um, his ridiculing of the disabled, um, his uh, sexual, his alleged uh, sexual assault cases or allegations, allegations, I I can't I can't justify that. I can't justify that away and, and, and still turn around and vote person. Because like they say, you know, if you want to know how a person is, um, watch what they do. I mean, yeah, people may have glamorous speech or they may not have glamorous speech, but we've learned through, you know, through experience and through history, watch what they do. Your life record your, tells who you are more so than what you say. But he's been saying it. And he hasn't changed, so he is what he is. I don't, I don't know how you could. Um, I, I, I don't know. I yeah, I, I was yeah, confused I by I'm that just, myself. I'm trying to figure out what do you think, Jen? Because it's like I well, see him, mm-hmm. and as, I'm not a woman, but even as even as a guy, I'm like some mm-hmm. of the stuff you say. That's not locker room talk. That's jail talk. That's that's prison <laughs> talk. <you know? laughs> Right. That's not a locker room. Yeah. You know, I've been in the locker right. rooms. No one in the locker mm-hmm. room has ever said, hey, let's grab them. <laughs> you know, like, what? Right. Exactly. No. Exactly. So, well, and I, and I'm appalled by it as a man. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to just understand, like, you have these, he has these numbers that show that women support him, but then you have these mm-hmm. protests are like, we can't stand them. Help me out, Jim. Help. Me. You know, and, and what's so strange about that? They they gave uh, Janet Jackson more, mm-hmm. you know, trouble, backlash from a, a, a mal. What do you say? What was an um, a wardrobe malfunction? A wardrobe malfunction, which was not her fault, and really didn't reveal anything. In my opinion, they gave her more mm-hmm. uh, backlash. They gave. Um, who else more backlash? I mean, it's just, it's almost like, listen, we have to, as as women, as females, are we harder on each other than we are on others? Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, I see that. Point, I always see that. You know, this, that's a great point. So I'm not saying that you have to tell us who you voted for, but if you are in favor of a Trump or you're a Trump supporter, and, uh, you know, we welcome you to this conversation, you know, to uh, you to reveal to us what you think and, and why you went uh, the route of supporting Trump. Our number is 914-205-5635. Again, that's 914-205-5635. To give us some knowledge on why you chose him. You know, this is not to bash you, but to just give us some understanding, you know, some enlightenment mm-hmm. of why you chose Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. So, I mean, mm-hmm. again, um, I, I, I'm pretty much ditto with LaVentra on her comments 
on what, uh, you know, she said about, you know, Trump. It, it is kind of frightening because the only thing to me that one thing, not the only, but one thing that's revealed to me through this election is how we are still mentally divided as a country. We are still mentally divided. You know, we, we may go to work together, we may laugh together, and I'm talking about different races and, and different ethnicities and, you know, a man and a woman, we all may go, you know, catch a, you know, uh, a movie together, boldly get a little beer or something or whatever the case may be. But in this election, to me, this really showed the division. This really mm-hmm. showed the division. This woman was qualified. Mm-hmm. Whether you liked her or not, she was qualified. In my opinion, mm-hmm. Trump is qualified for, yeah, you know, running a business. Yeah, that's not I don't know. Right, I, I said, yeah, it's, I, I guess because some of his businesses are ran successfully and they close and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But he got in. You know, like Vincent said, it may be a conspiracy. You know, was this mm-hmm. was this actually had? And we just well, don't know. I think mm-hmm. let's let's what we do know. So that's a question for <laughs> for the both of you. Um, what do we know for sure? But before you respond to that, um, what do you? What I'm mm-hmm. saying is, what do you think you know for sure following the election? Um, of, of Donald J. Trump, but in response to the Russian hacking, it, it, the under it is my interpretation and understanding is that the voting process was not hacked. It wasn't the voting process that was hacked, but it was the the leaking of emails or the leaking of misinformation that caused um, a shift in thinking about the candidates and cause a shift in ideas. So which right, if we, we can shift their the thinking. <laughs> well, they didn't mm-hmm. hack the election. Let's say maybe they hacked the mindsets, for lack of a better word. <laughs> okay, right. I'm, I'm generalizing you know, it. I understand you're, you're breaking down the specifics, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, right, and, which I find, again, I mean, the, 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 the irony. I mean, he's the one who said right before the election that it was rigged. Did he not say that? I'm just I'm I'm just baffled. You know, he yeah. set it up. He set it up mm-hmm. it's rigged, it's this, this, that. But then when you know Well Aventure. Well Aventure. Yeah. Yeah. He was telling the truth. <laughs> right. There you go. He knew. Right. He was telling the truth. But then so when you do, if you win, if you didn't win, he was mm-hmm. going to contest it, you know, if he didn't win. So he won, right. so everything's fine. So you won, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's no question. Everything worked out fine, you know. There was no interference with anything, right? So anyway, mm-hmm. um, I digress. I'm, I'm still but, waiting for somebody to say that we got pumped. I don't know we why did. I'm waiting. We did, but the <laughs> thing is, is it's not... We did, but it's not a reality show. That that's the thing. This is for real. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. And, yeah. not, and that's I'm not even gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. And let me just say that is that like even with his uh, his speech yesterday, the inauguration speech, he gave Washington D.C. a tongue lashing, and I think that that's what his supporters love—the tongue lashing that he gives people. But at some point. The tongue lashings mm-hmm. and and all this rhetoric mm-hmm. has to stop, and you have to start performing, and that's the right. thing 
you know, as the president. And that's the thing where, you know, you can talk tough all day, you know, but mm-hmm. eventually that's why they set up boxing matches. Eventually you're going to have to fight. <laughs> you all this, so what we're saying is the, okay, you have won the election. Even if it's, it's hacked, women, you know, don't approve you, women do approve you. Okay, at this point, what I'm ready for is to say, okay, what's the first thing you're going to do? And if your first thing, your first order of action, I think yesterday, that he was trying to not repeal Obamacare, but attack it in a way where they're not going to enforce the laws of Obamacare. Making, and, that's really and like, sad. if you do that, what is that going to do? Because I'm in an insurance industry. And is your hope to make the insurance rates go down? Technically, what I'm listening, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not an expert. But if you're going to make more uncertainty, what insurance is is uh, we we measure risk. You know, what's the risk? Now, if you're making things uncertain because you're not going to enforce certain laws, that makes it even more risky. You see what I'm saying? So, so who had turned your that risk? Your, right. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So in terms, yeah, I would see rates going up even more because. We can't mm-hmm. determine what the actual risk is. So mm-hmm. before, with the Obamacare, they're saying that they're going to accept uh, anybody that has pre-existing medical conditions, okay? Now you're mm-hmm. saying, well, yeah, that's still the law, but we're not going to enforce it. So now you're telling me I can not accept people with that, or do I have to? Mm-hmm. Or since it's the law, you're saying I really don't have to do it, but at any given time, you could turn around and say, hey, you're breaking the law. That's more risky. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. You're yes, making it more yes, risky. Yes. So I hope I'm not going over, you know, any of our viewers' heads. We do have really, you know, smart viewerships. So just looking at it as an insurance aspect, if you can't manage risk because you're not enforcing mm. the law, it's like, you know, it's just saying telling the person, yeah, you have rental car coverage, yeah, on your auto policy. Until you mm-hmm. actually have an accident and say, well, technically you don't have rental car coverage. Like, what? <laughs> Do I have it right, or no, right. Well, we will normally this, give it uh, to I'm, you, I'm but since you were in the accident mm-hmm. in the winter and we don't like we don't like covering people in the winter, we're not going to give it to you. It's like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? <laughs> right. Well, so, the thing that I, I really want to say is what was, you know, the people who – were Trump supporters, you know, today, I mean, yesterday, uh, during the inauguration day, they were asking him, how do you feel? Oh, I'm so happy, you know, um, he's going to make America great again. What was so bad about America prior to? I mean, I, I could think of some things that was so bad or needed to be changed, but that has I could, to do with think history. of some things that are bad yeah. and need to be changed, and that's been going on long before Trump came on the scene. Go ahead. Exactly. And my thing is, to me, he does, he gives no solution. Getting rid of Obamacare will hurt more than anything than it will heal because um, a lot of women who are also out there marching, one lady from mm-hmm. Detroit, well, excuse me, Michigan, she especially yeah. said how Obamacare saved her life. She had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So without, and she couldn't uh, be denied. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So, you know, it, she it, couldn't be denied. She was fighting for it. And this is what I'm saying. So you want to take this away from her? Mm-hmm. Okay, you have money. You can go and get treatment, this, that, and the third. But what about these people who work every day? Then you're going to talk about the middle class 
talking about how he's going to bring it back because the government took away so much. You didn't pay no taxes. So you didn't <laughs> even help with any problems. Right. And it's just like, and to piggyback I'm looking off of at that. people like, please share with me, what right. made you vote for him? 914-205-5635. And also, for, for those callers that are out there that talk about um, bringing, you know, Make America Great Again, um, so some of, the, some of the discourse that I've been seeing and hearing about is in terms of job creation, in terms of policing, uh, and those are the only two things that come to mind right now. But in terms of job creation, I'm, I'm just curious to know in your response, if you do call, what has he done? What What is his record in terms of creating or sustaining jobs in America? Um, also, in terms of his, um, uh, what was the second thing I said? Job creation and... Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I know they probably say, well, right, you know, he hired right. people for his Right, Everybody the policing. Work, work at Trump Tower. So, uh, go ahead. Well, yeah, the mean, policing. But once it's built, I mean, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm just, just curious. Yeah, so the policing. So, again, what is his record in terms of being an advocate or active before the election? What has he done, you know, that speaks to, that can give us some type of inkling of what he might do uh, besides, you know, uh, creating these policies that that really um, send us back in time, in Mm -hmm. a time that was not productive for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So when he says making America great, I always look at Donald Trump. He's always, uh, even during the debates, and when when he was asked about his taxes, and he said, "Well, I didn't pay taxes," that makes me smart. Mm-hmm. That showed me that okay, you know, this is how, this is who this person is. Why would a person that does not pay taxes and feel that he's smart do anything to help you? Like mm-hmm. really, exactly. like really. Why would he do anything to help you? And I know he can get up there and say a million things, but when the cameras, when he thinks the cameras are off, and they showed you what he said, oh, I don't, you know, I just take women by their vagina, and I'm not going to use mm-hmm. the term, but, you know, he's showing you exactly who he is. He's showing you how he operates. I grab women by the stuff. I don't pay taxes. Mm-hmm. Federal and, income taxes. Right, mm-hmm. and you know what else? I'm going to lock you up. What is that? What is that? What is that slave owner mentality of always trying to lock people up? Why? Why are you trying to lock people up? You're the one not paying taxes. You know what I'm so when I listened to everything yesterday, it sounded like, yes, he's trying to get reelected already, basically. I'm going to do all this. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get our inner cities. Because yeah, I think he understands that I won this time by – um, people being upset and racist. I, that was my. That, that's what got me in here the first time. My second time around, I think he's already setting it up. I'm gonna go for the black vote, and that's why I'm meeting with these black people and doing these photo opportunities. And I gotta get these. I'm gonna try to get 
the inner city to back me the next time. So that's what I think he's doing. He's just setting up for the next yeah. time, right? But, you know, a lot of the black people that he's asking to come, he he doesn't even know that some of those people are What do you mean a lot? Which, which, who a lot? Probably three. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. He did. The people that he's asking, some of them is, like, not favored in the black community. So it's like, okay, if you ask Amorosa, we don't really like her like that. Um, you mm. know, you're talking to some of these pastors in the community, people are already, like, just, Half of their congregation has missed themselves, so it's like again, you're going backwards. You're not going forward. Okay, but eventually, you made a good uh, a question. You, you had a good question, and I think we should answer that within the last couple of minutes. You said, "What does this? Um, uh, since we're, this is not a punk, we actually have him <laughs> in office. What does this mean?" So yesterday, I was seriously driving down the street, thinking about going to get some gold teeth in the front because I'm on my grind. <laughs> And I said to show that I'm on my grind. I need some gold in my front so I can let people know that I'm on my grind. So I I really feel like um, I'm sad to say this, but I really don't feel like the government has like the only wealth you have is to be in your grind in your in your mouth in your grill. (laughs) I gotta let them know. I gotta let them know. At least get one or two. But people ask, what, what is that about? I'm on my grind. <laughs> and the thing is, I really don't feel like the government has our back anymore. I mean, not that they had it so much. like Right, Obama, right. But I noticed right. a difference when Obama was in office. I did. I noticed uh-huh. a difference that a lot of, you know, people from my health care will call me, um, how are you doing, Ms. Ellis? What can we do to help you? Did you see this doctor? I'm like, oh, Wow. They really own it. I mean, now they're they, about, oh, they were, about to they cut were you being off. held more accountable. Right. And mm. now they're looking like, oh, we're about to cut you off, Jasper. Right. You're to carry your sick, loopy ass around. You know, that's how I feel now. Wow. We mm. Do you really? And your 14 medications. So wow. my mm-hmm. thing is, it's like, I really don't feel like they have my back. Not that they right. had it like that, but there was some, uh, like you said, accountability when I felt that way in Obama when he was in office. But now I feel as though I have mm-hmm. to really get out here, use my talent, use – I mean, I've always felt this way, but this is more now of a more urgent situation. I really got to okay. get out here and use my talent. I really have to get out to here. Do what? To, sure to, do what? To, to, to do what? To do what? To get financing so I can help myself okay. and others. Okay. Mm-hmm. And not that you didn't do that before, but now more exactly. so you feel like it's an urgency because Because you feel like they are now, no, nothing is promised, things are being taken away, there's going to be more chaotic when it comes to me mm-hmm. with health. Because I have a health condition that I have to maintain, and now that some of these things are already mm-hmm. being taken away, mm-hmm. and now you're going to get me down to nothing? No, I got to go. Get on the grind so I can have financial, more financial gain. Yeah. Not like I said, I've done it before, but this is more of urgency. Have my financial gain together and, and, and have my wealth together. So if something goes down, whether it's a household emergency or medical emergency, I will have the money. And then people around me, if you know who I know, to use some help, I will be in a financial situation to be of assistance uh-huh. because waiting for government assistance now, 
may become worse than it was before. Yeah. And I applaud Jennifer. I do applaud Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And I actually, mm-hmm. I, I see it the same way because I went and got me a gangster grill. And, um, You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put my I put, I put my slugs back in. It's like you know what? And seriously, <laughs> I've been driving around listening to Tupac so much more ever since he got elected. Cause I'm like, yeah, yep. You know what happened? We got a little comfortable. Yeah. We got a little comfortable. We thought, okay, uh-huh. we gonna be good. We gonna be good. But remember, in those times of desperation, when other administration was were in office, you brought mm-hmm. out it brought out greatness. So even the way that he said he's going to make America great again, I think that he's going to turn around and make us greater. Because when we are when we when our backs are against the wall, or we produce greatness. So in a way, he may think that hey, I'm going to make it great again. Well, yeah, it is. It's going to get back great. Yeah, because now Jennifer got her grill in. She grinded. And I'm grinding. <laughs> All my people grinding. Hey, everybody. Yeah, Master P's going to come back out. <laughs> So I think that yeah I think even though it's it seems weak people all our listeners it's going it's going to make you great again. It may not make America great, but I know that we're going to be all right. So um Amen. we thank you guys for uh joining us on Right Now Talk Radio. We you were not punked. Trump is actually the president <laughs> of the United States of America. Get on your grind, get on your hustle. <laughs> and uh anything you you ladies want to add before we hang, uh, before we uh Close up the show. Well, I'll pass. I'll pass the mic to Lavendra for the last thirty seconds. Um, just to to kind of add to what you guys were saying, getting on your grind. I think also that getting on your grind is also being responsible to to yourselves and your family and learning what you need to do to get what you want, and also understanding your rights, understanding your role, understanding in whatever you're seeking to do whether it's in education, whether it's in finance, whether it's in health care, understanding what it takes to get things done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you. Y'all have a blessed day. We'll talk to you next time from Right Now Talk Radio.